Welcome to Perspectives Podcast. My name is Leslie and I'm your host today as I always am. Today is a real cool topic. Oh, wait, wait. We're on air. Alright, so if you're a mechanic, can you come and help me with this? But welcome to Perspectives Podcast. Today is a very important topic, mainly because it's one of my favorite people on the planet is joining us to talk about her perspective with a really awesome new topic for me, anxiety. Everyone experiences anxiety in their own ways. Uh, but you can have, you know, persistent anxiety where you felt it since you were little and you're still feeling anxiety. You can have anxiety attacks. You can have chronic anxiety. You can also just have small episodes of anxiety every here and there, every now and then. And that's the only way that I've ever experienced anxiety. Real short bursts um, at random times, um, not random times, um, at times where something is making me nervous and I'm thinking about it too much and then anxiety would kick in. I never experienced chronic anxiety, which, you know, I've heard can be any sorts of anxiety comes randomly and I have no idea why the hell it's here. Um, and that's very interesting to me. And I'm trying to be a listener to all perspectives. So today on Perspectives Podcast, Jasmine, I asked it on Instagram, is going to be joining us and telling us her experience with anxiety specifically. One thing that I'll definitely make her bring up and I'll uh, start off with right now Um, She mentioned to me that at one point she didn't identify what she had as anxiety until someone came and said that to her. You can really normalize anxiety for your whole life and think this is just the way I am, this is just the way life is, this is just what came for me, and not have a name for it. When you can't identify a problem, you can't take steps towards solving it. So that's one of the most interesting things that stuck with me, which is why I also wanted to have this conversation is... How many people have anxiety and don't label it anxiety, don't identify it as anxiety, don't know that it is anxiety, therefore, um, you know, can't solve it. They don't know what it is. It's, it's unrecognizable. So that's very interesting to me. If you have ever experienced anxiety in your own way and you'd like to comment during this live, please comment on Instagram or Facebook. We're live on both. Both videos are going to be shared on my timeline. Um and yeah please comment you know be respectful of everyone's perspective regarding anxiety this specific topic but um i'm ready for yes i'm ready for jazz so jazz if you just want to click that request to join button i have to accept you and facebook you're going to be hearing our voices instagram you get our faces This is a really interesting perspective. Thank you, Elise. Love all the perspectives you bring to us. This is very important. It is very important, especially if you've never felt anxiety. If you've never felt anxiety, it's, it's, I think it's important for us. And I say us because I used to not understand when people told me about their anxiety. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, just control it. Right. And like, I'm not afraid to admit that. Like that, that is not the best thing to say. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be able to listen to different people's perspectives hear out different people and stuff. What's up? First time on your life, what's up? All right, so please join me in uh, inviting Jazz on here to tell us about her perspective regarding anxiety. She's so pretty. Good. I'm so happy. I'm happy you're on here. Thanks for accepting this yes, podcast. Thanks for inviting me. You're welcome. You're welcome. welcome. It's good to see you. Oh, good to see you. I love the whole set. Thank you. I just got them in the mail today. This is the watermelon set, and then she has a strawberry set, which is like dark red oh, and green. She did herself? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Isn't that cool? Nice skills. Yes. I like That's your blonde awesome. hair. Thank you. Crazy. I'm I'm taking it in, and I'm just like, okay, it looks nice. I love it. Yeah, it looks good. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. 
So Jazz, thanks for joining us on this um, really interesting and important topic. Specifically, I mentioned earlier that like, I didn't understand when people had anxiety because I never had it, right? So I was easy to be like, what do you mean? Just take a deep breath. You know what I'm saying? So. this was normal like you came to her and talking and you're like yeah normal feelings Then you just thought like this is who Jasmine is. Yes, yes, all the way. That's cool. This is who Jasmine is. This is why I'm introverted. This is why I don't want to go out to be with people. This is why I have all these feelings that I just don't know what to do with them. Um, until you know, throughout my journey, you know, I came into trying to learn about myself. What, what, how can I help myself? You know, um, and that's when I realized, you know, this is deeper than I thought. I have attached myself to my anxiety. I had attached my personality to my anxiety. Without even knowing that it was the anxiety. Nothing so ever. Nothing so ever. I wow. think, especially when you are a sexual abuse survivor, uh, that is your mode. That is who you are. You know, you come to be so frightened and scared and running away. That is your life. You know, you grow up to be like that. And your body, your body was like there. Like, so even though you didn't have the thought anxiety, like right. your body, and that, that, that has to do with being a sexual abuse survivor, is that your body was tensing up. Well, it's, it's, it, what it is, is that it, it's detached. I've attached it to my personality because it was at the time that my personality hasn't developed yet. So okay. when you develop your personality around the age like 10 to 14, okay. it's where you become to develop your personality or have more characteristics, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so when this happens early on, you learn certain defense modes to try to cope with it. And those, those defense modes become your personality because you have grown up to be with that. Um, so it's very interesting, honestly. When I learned about this, I was wow. like... Whoa, like it was it was totally fascinating to me to learn that, you know, what I always identified in myself is 
how can I better mm-hmm. help myself? How can I identify it? How can I, because um... at the moment, honestly, when you go through it, when you're in it, um, you don't have any thoughts. Like, I don't have any thoughts. Your form of, your, pers- your experience with anxiety. a little bit more questions about you finding this out like so so like when your therapist first told you like that's anxiety like how like how did you receive it were you like no like or were you like how did you respond it wasn't an instant hit like it wasn't like really like oh shoot you just smacked me in my face you're right okay yeah right So you were able to catch it while you did it. Like before you might have done that but not catched it. But this time you caught yourself like grabbing your leg. As if there was danger, but there wasn't. Yes, because your body goes through that. Your body. It's like memory. Is it the memory that your body has? There's 
them is that you there's no there's no controlling it. You know, there's no like you can't stop making your heartbeat really fast and your hands feel jingly and keep mm-hmm. feeling like you're like there's danger. It literally mm-hmm. goes through like if there was danger right now, present moment. Because yeah. no um, so my experience with like my little because I told you like I've only experienced anxiety like if I'm in in situations or going to situations that make me anxious like about to speak right. in front of somebody or about to have a confrontational right. conversation. So I've only experienced anxiety with triggers. So it's very interesting, and I like the psychology behind it and the biology behind it. Like like there was no trigger and your body just got tense as if there was danger. You right. know, so I that's think, really interesting to me. I think honestly before my body was always doing that. I think before I started this healing journey, my body was always through that, you know, feeling that 24-7 um, until I started working on better helping myself. That's when I realized, oh my God, there's a better way, you know, like you can finally find peace. And once you find it, you're like, and once you feel the anxiety, you're like, oh, this is not, this is not happening. You know, this is not normal. Mm. That's when you identify it and you learn to detach yourself from mm. it. I think before it was like a comfort zone too. It was, it was attached to who I was. I was attached to it. This is I who I am. That's yeah, I couldn't identify whatsoever. This is how I grew up. This is what I learned. This is, this is me. This is, it's literally what I, because we would have talked about it, and I'm like, yeah, just be positive. But I'm here, like, going through, like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. And then when I identified it, it was just like, wow. Like, really, really. Not a lot of people go to this. This is not so like the, so and I like that and I want to repeat that just for everybody who's listening like the, her, you're saying your body was tense probably your whole life but you right. weren't able to recognize it because that's how you normally were you woke up like this you went to bed like this you walked everywhere like this so that was normal to you right. once you started identifying and not having it then you were able to catch it when it does happen because you're like hold on this isn't normal I don't know if I explained that well, but... Right, no, no, it was pretty well. Um, Once I started healing and, you know, learning what it is not to be anxious all the time, uh, with with a lot of honesty things that I do when it comes to meditating, I started meditating, that helped me a lot. I started meditating around the time I started seeing my therapist because I went, like, full mode. I was like, if I'm healing, I'm healing, like, all the way. Like, I'm going through this full time. Like, this is every day I'm doing everything that I'm trying to Okay, just give me my time. 
That's beautiful. And, and I feel like as, as like we're, as like, as like we grow up and we become, you know, more, we experience more, we become more mature, we become more kind and compassionate, um, and more conscious of ourselves. Like a lot of people actually go through anxiety more than we know. So like a lot of more people are more understanding because they actually know exactly what you're going through, but maybe you guys never talked about it. And when you broke the ice and said, hey, I'm just having an anxiety attack, just give me a second, it gives them, like, yeah, I feel you. That's cool. Right, right, really. It really is. I and like you build this, like I said, negative narrative that people are just going to look at you and be like, what's wrong with her? You know what I'm saying? Because before, that's how I looked at myself, I think, a lot. Uh, because I didn't understand what Before you knew it was anxiety. happy that you accepted this conversation because I like you talking to me as well like I'm like yeah that's what's up like I can feel your I can feel your I can feel it I'm, I'm good I'm like yeah we good, <laughs> we good. <laughs> I'm like yeah you should good I'm good <laughs> I don't know it's like good yeah um so so I really want to talk about like before you identified your anxiety as anxiety you really didn't even have space to think about a solution because you didn't even know there was a problem to start with. And and I want to like emphasize that like in order for us to solve our problems or to heal, we have to first identify the problem, the situation. Right, but like- Mm-hmm. And then you go through these patterns. 
you on easy, do this again, you do it again, and it just becomes something that you just do and you don't identify it as a problem. I know a lot of women can go to men for that coping mechanism. Is like I feel lonely, I'm uneasy. Go to go get a boyfriend. Yes, that doesn't so work out. Go get an ex boyfriend. Right. Try to get somebody that fulfills my needs, that that affirms that I'm good and affirms that I'm loved. Like you know those those feelings that you feel like you can't give to yourself. I think like you don't. I don't know how to. You just don't. I guess at the moment you don't understand This is anxiety right. and this is Jasmine for Facebook. Right. right. Like anxiety is coming in. All right. Let's try to cope with it. But anxiety can leave. You know, this is right. Like Because they don't before, go together. Right. Before it was, this I like is that. who I am. This is who I am. Wherever Jasmine goes, anxiety follows. But now it's right. like, no, Jasmine could go to the store and anxiety can stay home. So you said going for a walk, you go on a drive sometimes, you read sometimes. Anything else that you do? Um, healthy yeah, coping mechanisms, the healthy ones that you just... Affirmations. Affirmations have been big on trying to... Especially to um, self-dialogue. Um, trying to be nice to myself during those things. Because I think before I was so judgmental of myself. I was like, what is this? You know, oh my God, here it comes. You know, you're so mean to yourself. You're like a big bully. Um, and it's like, that's not going to help it. That's not going to help it whatsoever. You have to be nice to yourself during that. I've learned to be nice to myself during that. You know, understand that this is going on. It's okay. You know, it's okay. Little Jasmine just needs a hug. Little Jasmine just needs um, just needs that moment for herself during that time. You know, I, I drop everything I'm doing. I, if I'm working, I stop for a little, and I just breathe in. I start um, breathing also as help me. Wow. Uh, but I think Sometimes you say, like, just breathe in and out. You're like, but, like, when I, I've learned to visualize when I'm breathing. So when I breathe in, I visualize all the negative, tense feelings that I'm having. And I breathe in and I take it all and I put it, like, in a ball. Like, and then I let it out. And I'm visualizing it all coming out, all coming out of me. I don't need those feelings. So you take it in and you breathe it out. And you release all those negative energy. I visualize that. And I, and I think about those negative energies and I grasp that. Um, just like meditating. When we meditate sometimes, you have to visualize certain, you know, uh, you're, you're pretty, you meditate, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So, like, when you meditate, you have to, like, visualize your body sometimes, like, just, like, up and down. Like, that's how I look at it. You know, mm-hmm. From my toes all the way up. Yeah. Um, grasping all that negative energy out of my body because I don't want it. I don't want to feel it.
something was missing, and it was like, what's missing is healing, buddy. <laughs> and Tammy was like, okay, I, I hear you, and that's when I started, and it's been a beautiful journey. That's it's beautiful. Just and it's been just the beginning, so it's exciting, for mm -hmm. sure. Yay, I'm happy for you. And I really like the self-dialogue. You saw my face. I was like, we going there? Because, like, like, especially the little Jasmine thing, because, like, when little Leslie comes up with, like, her wants and her needs or, 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 or tantrum or trauma, whatever, like, or a complaint, like, I used to be like, Leslie, you're in the way. Or Leslie, stop making a big deal. Leslie, stop making a scene. Leslie, it's not that big of a deal. Leslie, stop complaining. And I was so mean to, like, little Leslie. Or stop being so loud. Or stop being so annoying. Because that's what I heard when I grew up, right? So, like, when, as I, I was healing, on my healing journey, like, when little Leslie is throwing a tantrum, you listen. Listen to her. You know, she might be being a little annoying and a little loud, but we listen to Leslie now. And then and then we decide, okay, now what's the next step? Right. Hear her out. Yeah. Sure. You got to hear her out. You got to let her, you know, what do you have to say? Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to understand her at some point where she's coming from. Mm -hmm. But that's why we have, you know, big Leslie and big Jasmine. You know, now we know better. We are learning to mm -hmm. be better. And that's how we can assist, um, you know, little Jasmine and little Leslie, how to continue, you know, what to do from there. You know, okay, maybe maybe you're being a little brat here. Right, know, right, but say it nicely. It's okay, though, right? it's okay. It's okay, I hear you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> you. But, but it's okay. No, but, yeah, because um, for sure, I was, I was very mean to myself and little Jasmine, and it was it was not helping whatsoever. You're just, you're just pushing her. Because, like, to me, like you said, to yours, it's like, you're loud, you know, because that's what you heard. Uh, but to me, what it always was is, like, run. Like, I don't want to be here. Let's run. I'm uncomfortable. Let's run. Run and away. Like, run away. Right. Wow. And I judge myself for running. And it's like, nobody's winning right now because I'm not happy with what I just did. And I'm just judging little Jasmine. Why did you decide that? But ja little Jasmine doesn't control me. You know, now this is why there's a big Jasmine. I hear you. You're scared. It's okay, you know, fear is everywhere. That's what I tell myself. You know, fear is everywhere. It's okay to be scared. Well, we got this. We got this. We can get through this. Um, I think my therapist, when she did once, uh, which I connected little Jasmine and big Jasmine, was um, she told me to hug little Jasmine. And that was such an emotional moment to me because I was like, hug little Jasmine? Oh my God. Like, I didn't think about this. And it was just in a moment where it's like, yeah, just listen to her and hug her. Maybe she just needs a hug. Maybe she just needs to be hugged. Maybe she's just being dramatic and wanting to run away because she needs a hug. Just hug her. Sit with her and hug her. If, imagine being there and little Jasmine and just give her a hug, give her a little kiss, and be there with her. You know, she might not be right, but that's okay. You know, little Jasmine needs a hug. She's a baby. She's little. You know, we don't yes, judge her. Right. She just needs a hug. And I was like, and that was to me like amazing when she told me. And that was definitely a moment that I was like, oh, she just needs a hug. Yeah. That's all it was. Wow. <laughs> like, yes, hear her. Hear her for sure. For sure. Don't do not do what other people did to her when she was little. You know, put her down, judge her. Because I felt like that's what I was doing to little Jasmine. I was doing everything that everybody else did to her. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you have to be the big Jasmine and hug her. Mm -hmm. Sit with her, listen to her, be that person that she needed at that moment, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah, that's been a beautiful, beautiful thing. And that's so I do cool. that now. When that comes in, you know, I hug myself and my body and I, and it's like, it's okay. It's okay. It's scary. It's a scary moment, but it's okay. Uh, you know, just affirming my surroundings and realizing where I'm at um, also helps. Because uh, sometimes you get so lost in the thought and in the society that you forget where you are. Like, you forget, you know, oh, you're really just home. You know, you really lose the contact of the fact that you're you're in a safe spot. You know, you're not in danger. Yeah. Because it just comes so intense. Um, so when that, when I've learned that and learning all these little coping mechanisms that's helped me so much, 
has been so much easier to manage it and um, not make it, not be judgmental, for sure, listening to it. And yeah, it's, it's helped. That's so cool. Someone on Facebook said, um, music, uh, trigger killer would kill like the triggers, like music help for them. For them? Mm hmm. Music was their trigger killer. Right. Like, those are things that, like, I've heard certain things that people have told me, like, um, certain things are good for you, like, they help you. And I've, I realized that certain things don't really work for me. Like, music, I've tried music too. Music doesn't and work for you? The, for me, it doesn't. Yeah. For me, it doesn't, and I, I don't, I honestly don't understand why not, uh, but it doesn't. There, what has helped me is dancing. Yes! Wait, what kind yes, of, like... So during during the anxiety, like if it if it comes up yeah, and you catch it, you're I like, let started, me just dance. I started, like, I first into dancing, and I'm just like, I started laughing, I started having a good time. That's cool. Um, and I guess that comes with music, but it's not really like just putting headphones on and just listening to it. Mm -hmm. It's actually moving my body, you know, moving my body, letting all that intense feelings out because you really feel like you need to let it out. It's, it's like it's a great thing. You're just holding on to yourself, and you're just like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. That's like shake it out. Like shake out, shake yeah, it out. That's what I'm saying. Like I need to move. Like my fingers are a big thing where I'm just like stretching that's them cool. out because you start feeling yourself like literally in a fist pump and you're ready to like fight. You're ready to fight. Fight or flight. Like your body feels right. Your body feels danger. Your body's like, bitch, we're on danger. We have to fight. We have to run. We have to do something to assist yourself right now because this is danger. And then um, once I start dancing, I would always have a good time. So uh, that's definitely been one thing that I've uh, also helped. There's a lot of things. That I, I honestly think you really have to try all different things. I've learned to try different things. Um, even just foods that better assist you. Even uh, teas. I drink tea. Uh, peppermint tea. Like, I was even nervous to come here. Like, what? I'm talking in front of, like, you know, like a phone. And, and people are going to watch. And it's going to be recorded. That makes you nervous. Definitely. Uh, so, yeah. I'm so oh happy God. for you. Good. I was, Thank I'm happy. You. Yes. you really have to find your ways and what helps you. And mm -hmm. just, and if things don't work, it's okay. Like, find something else. Look into something else. You know, keep looking. Uh, don't stop. Don't stop. Try different things. Maybe there's different ways to cope with different, different levels of anxiety because there's definitely a wide range of levels of anxiety. Sometimes they're just thoughts. And I feel like thoughts would be easier for me to grasp onto and be like, Okay, it's okay. We're gonna be okay. I know. You know, like thoughts are easier than when your heart starts beating fast and your body starts getting tight and you're just like, because you have no control at that moment. Mm -hmm. You have no control, and that's even more scarier. Yeah. Um, because it's like, what is going on? Like, I'm so scared. Yeah. You know, it's this hit of just fear kicks in, and you're like, I'm literally just chilling in my home. Mm -hmm. What's scary about? Mm -hmm. I've done this all like so long, and um, and that's what also scares me. Uh, but before it was always like judgmental, judgmental, judging that fear. Um, and so now it's like you know listening to it and just being nice to myself. Yeah. Helps a lot. I like the fact that you said like even coming on to per, like the podcast. Like I do this podcast every weekend, and I still get weird when I come on. You know what I'm saying? And I found yeah, I'm like before I come on, I'm like. And I found my, I'm like, we're about to go and talk. <laughs> and especially, like, because I have to make sure that the the conversation continues. And, you know, like, I'm a host and I want to make sure everything, like, it's okay. So I, like, am making sure that I'm here fully. But I found my own way to cope with that. And, like, instead of when I go on, like, the podcast, self-dialogue, like, like, Leslie, like, if you don't do this, you're going to fuck up. You know, instead of that, going like, Leslie, it's a lot of, you know, it takes a lot to keep a conversation going. And you started this and you're cool. Go ahead and go and do your best. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, yeah. Les, thanks. Okay, Les, Cool. Right. I see you. Yeah. No, all yeah, of it, you man. You really have to hype yourself up sometimes. You start with those negative thoughts and they drag you down. You have to bring yourself back up in this, like, you got this. Let's get 
Yes. And you know what sucks is no one taught this to us when we were young, how to be like our best friend, how to be your own cheerleader. No one told you that maybe one day you're going to have to talk yourself down off a, a ledge. You know what I'm saying? No one told us like, hey, one day you might be sad and you're only going to have yourself. Go ahead. Hispanic people in general. Oh, just, yeah. Like, you know, Spanish community doesn't talk about mental health. You know, we put this under the rug and we're like, don't talk about it. What are you talking about? You know, what is that? You Wait, know, you can like, walk? You're fine? Oh, yeah, you can go to work. Wait, you're your right? eyes work? Go to work. You you can talk? You're fine. <laughs> right. right, but I think this is definitely a generational trauma that all, mm. like, Spanish community goes through uh, mm. just from being a happy about our generation that and that we grew up in America is the fact that there is talks about mental health and even before you realized you had anxiety like there was the word anxiety there was things you know messages even though TV has a lot of commercials that just brainwash us there is talk about anxiety there is talk about mental health there is some like talk about it but then of course comes the next step we have to hear what they're saying and then ask ourselves wait am i dealing with this because i would hear i would talk i would hear about mental health and i'd be like yeah yeah sure like i hope they're okay i hope people get over it you know i hope people i'm fighting for you i'm supporting you but never did i take the time to reflect like what about my mental health i was just like that's a them problem not a me problem it's also like when you accept you have And a lot of, and that's, that is a lot of like, that, that, a lot, like, remember what we said, we have to sit with it. Yes. A lot of, uh, I, I know people and I, myself, when, <laughs> my, me, me, when I would do something like, you don't want to admit it sometimes. So you're like eating and you're like, I shouldn't be eating. And then you just shut that talk. You, you're just like, okay, shut up. You're just like, shut up. Yeah, I want to keep eating. Shut up. This is good. And you keep eating. So you you really have to want to get better because cause that, will, that want to get better will motivate you to confront yourself about it. But with love, we're not being rude. I'm Leslie, I'm telling you right now that you're eating this and not, you're not supposed to because I love you. And I know like... I know I've had experiences with people where I'm telling you this because I love you. I want you to get better. I want you to recognize this. Let's talk about it, you know, but it takes a lot for them to accept it. There's shame, guilt, embarrassment. So we don't want to admit it. And then they're like, I don't know what you mean and walk away. And it's like, like I said, like a lot too, you can attach it to who you are. Like I just eat a lot. That too. Just like food. You know, you become to attach yourself. Yeah. Just like food. You don't look at it. A problem. True. That's just me. That's who I am. Um, 
but once you realize you've been like you have to really I, there's a lot of moments in the beginning where I had to catch myself and I was like am I really hungry am I really hungry so now to the point where like I don't even do that anymore I, I realize that that's not even a coping mechanism that I have anymore because I put myself on check so much mm-hmm. that it's like I instantly know oh That does matter too, yes. that you it's comical sometimes like I remember I don't remember what what specific part of my healing or growth journey or what's specifically regarding I remember sometimes I would bug the fuck out I'd be like Leslie you're so funny like when I would text somebody I think to fill the void or something like that bitch that shit is hilarious when you catch yourself but you don't but a lot I know people that also when they catch themselves it's a lot of shame an embarrassment and like I got I, I'm blessed I think you know I got blessed because I'm able to laugh at it I don't know what about I don't know what specifically allowed me to open my eyes up to the fact that it is a little funny because I know some people that it's not funny to them you right. know what I'm saying so yeah and you yeah shame comes in it but once you start you know experiencing positive energy and learning what positive energy is you're like wait shame doesn't fit here shame's not part of this you know this is shame and once you identify just like you identify anxiety it's like oh, okay i'm having shame that's okay i had a full it was a full time in my journey in my journey where i invested in shame and dealing with shame and i started writing my journal there's a part of my journal where i did journal challenges and I did just writing about shame what about it like what why was I so shameful about this why was it such a negative thing um and then I have to write it down and be able to explain to myself hey this is okay you know you, you don't have to be shameful about it if you want to change you have to be accepting of what it is um so it's definitely a lot has to do with wanting to wanting that change wanting know? it yeah really Mm-hmm. It's different. It's uncomfortable. It's mm-hmm. not comfortable whatsoever. Um, there's uncomfortable feelings that come in, and you're just like, what? Like, you're really sitting with yourself like, oh, my God, I want to go do something to try to not have to deal with this. Yeah. And then you realize, no, girl, you have to sit with it. You yeah. have to really sit with it and just take a breather. Take a breather. It's going to be okay. Because um, I started doing that, it's like, Feelings be comfortable. I learned that if I'm feeling uncomfortable, that's a good thing. 
That means you're growing. You're trying something new. Yes, I'm growing. I'm growing as a person. Um, I'm not judgmental. I'm not shameful about it anymore because I look at it as a good thing. Because before it was, this is negative. This is not a good thing. This is not a good feeling. Uh, So once you identify it, pinpoint it as this is positive. This is positive. You have to remind yourself and catch yourself. Wow. You changed the way that you perceived this feeling. Now, no, now, no longer do I hate this uncomfortable feeling. I love when it comes. So the feeling didn't change. How you looked at the feeling changed. Yes. Identifying feelings, bro. Yes. That's that yes. shit. All props to my journal, honestly. You're speaking facts right now, so cool because i i actually stopped writing right now i don't know i haven't written for like three months which is really weird but at the beginning of my of me tapping into myself writing was my thing like writing out everything just like you said like i am uncomfortable this is why what do i like like a child what do i want to do about it i don't like that i'm writing this down this is annoying i'd rather be eating (laughs) you know what i'm saying like writing every single thing down why am i doing this I'm about to look at my journal after this, man. Thank you. Just in general, I think full time. I mean, we like <laughs> really because like you say the nicest thing to your best friend. 
what do you say to yourself? You know, what do you say to yourself? Sometimes mm-hmm. when you realize our internal dialogue is like, you're a big bully. You're literally to your yourself. biggest bully. Mm-hmm. You're, you're everything that everybody told you you were. You know? And it's like, why do I want to be those people? Mm-hmm. They were mean. They were mean. They were mean. They were bullies. They were bullies for a reason. And that's when self-love comes in. And you're like, no, nah, I want to love myself. Mm-hmm. You know? I choose to, I choose to think differently about myself. Like it, it is all about choice, really. Like at the end of the day, like, do I want to believe what everybody else is telling me about myself? Like, or, do I choose to be different, dare to be different, type of thing? I think separating yourself from your thoughts too sometimes, like realizing that your thoughts are not true. Like all your things that you're saying, you're just building a false narrative. You know, when you come in here, when I. Yes. Like, and even if I do, cool, that's okay. Right. You know, time, you know? Um, so just, even just that second, it's like, chill out, it's okay, we're going to be okay. And know? I don't know, I don't know where it came from, but like, what if I fail? Or what if I, 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 I mess up? Or what if I don't make it? Or what if I, it isn't pretty enough? What if it isn't good enough? It's like, who gave us all these expectations? Who am I trying to like, please right now? If not right. myself, you know? Right. For sure, for sure. I think a lot when it comes to creating, um, to me it was really hard. I feel like an artist just trying to create something and trying to perfect it was always my goal. It was like mm-hmm. perfection. If perfection doesn't come out of this, then trash. And it was like, why though? Why? Um, and it was it was such a brutal thing for me to do to myself that it was just I, I just rather not do it. I just rather not deal with that because I'd rather not deal with anxiety. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not deal with those thoughts run away from them um and then once i started being like hey what if i just do this for fun without you know this is fun i like Let's that. do this for fun once i started doing it like i think i told you once i started looking at it as just like a child you know exploring different ways of creating uh just doing random creations whatever has in my head just being a little girl kid just playing around stop having those judgmental feelings of myself of like you have to do this perfect, you have to do this, this, what are you going to think? I just went through this this morning, bro. I was like, I was going through it. I was like, this is not enough. I was like, I'm not doing enough. Like, there's other people out there doing more than me. And I was, and I got pissed and it ruined like half of my fucking day. You know what I'm saying? I had to get back to it. Yeah, but like, those, those thoughts really, really, really like, and you know, like, no, I'm doing this for fun. You know, I like that. I like that. I like It's just, yes. Right? Like, this Mm. is not something to be, you know, harming yourself about. Why? You love what you're doing. Just keep doing it. I do. And then you want to perfect it, like you said. And then it's like, but no, like. That's when you, like, start being resistant of it. Because you're like, oh, my God, I need to to be perfect. Yeah. Jazz, so I'm sorry to interrupt you. We have about 50 seconds left. Instagram cuts you off at an hour, which sucks. Uh Sometimes I do a second segment and then we go on to a different IGTV. How do you feel? I feel good. What do you want to talk about? That's what I'm saying. Like, are we getting <laughs> to the end? So we have 30 seconds. Okay. Um, what is your last few thoughts, advice to people? Um, honestly. Or just something you want to share? Something I want to share. 20 honestly, seconds. Four seconds. Be happy, everybody. She's cut. That was good. Damn, and it didn't even. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining through Facebook. 
better call her. Um, follow her. Her name is Jasmine Waman on Facebook. On Instagram, she is I Acid with two eyes. Thank you, Candido, for you know you 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 really here. Thank you, Candido. But Jasmine sex me. She said MFAO. But um, back then it was called the devil. You damn right. Thank you, Facebook, for joining me on Perspectives Podcast. I hope my perspective and Jasmine's perspective changed your perspective for the better in any type of way. Have a wonderful night.